Once you are clear about what you're doing and why, other people's opinions will not matter. A quote from Sadhguru. Dig. Welcome to another edition of the One Love Sports Podcast, your place for quick bites on hot sporting topics and events. I am Lance Thomas, alongside here with Mario Pottinger, the original Rasta hippie from Live Sports Media. Yo, Mario, what's good, bro? Everything, everything is good right now, um, except for the teams that are supporting. Except for the what? The teams that are support, Barca in the Europa League. Uh, so let's hope that Chelsea can carry me through. Um, let's see. A lot of my teams are my Oh my God. I hope this is not going to be a vict- victim support uh, program tonight at all. You know? Hope not. <laughs> this is the hottest 30 minutes in all of sports. If I need to remind you, we kick things off as usual with looking at the sporting events in the week that was. And we start with the NBA, where the Warriors overcame the Suns after going down to them a few days before. They came back in emphatic fashion, beating them 118 to 96. Both teams are now atop of the NBA and well, the West and the overall NBA standings. In the Bundesliga, Dortmund uh, went down to Bayern, two goals to three, in what was pretty much an expected outcome. Uh, Even though you had Haaland and you had Lewandowski, I think Lewandowski came out there, I think he had two goals in the game and Haaland had one. Um, any thoughts so far on those two matchups last week? Warriors, Suns, Bayern, and Dortmund, um, Mario? I like what I saw from the Warriors, and I'm still scared at the fact that Wiseman is in the and Clay is in the mm. Okay. Bundesliga? For the, Dortmund, the Dortmund and Bayern, I can't, like I said, this was too expected of a scoreline. Yep. Uh, everybody had no good in take three. No surprise there. Neither team defends are, are great right now, but their attacks have a lot. Okay. In college football, Georgia, red hot, undefeated for the season and has been up and coming, coming each year for the last three or so years. Went down in flames to Alabama, the Crimson Tides, 41-24 in the SEC Championship. But both teams are through to the college playoffs in January. So we will see what happens when they, they match up potentially in the finals. Let's see how that plays out. In the Syria, Napoli, Atlanta, uh, Mario thought it was going to be a 4-4 draw. It was a high-scoring affair. It was a close one. Atlanta took it 3-2. I don't know. No matter how good Napoli is, Atalanta just keeps getting the edge and the better of them over the last three or so years. You know, Atalanta has been, they, they do have a formula, it seems, for Napoli. What do you think, Mario? It's, it's always been their bogey team. 
But the one thing I was disappointed in this match is that don't don't want to score that. It was a very defense minded set of mm-hmm. And you kind of expect that from Atalanta because they've always been that type of team who defense first and then our counter attack looks cute. But, but Napoli set up defensive, so they deserve to lose. Mm, mm. It's not their style of play. Okay, okay. So you kind of you kind you kind of you were surprised. Um, not pleasantly. No, because I knew it was going to be high scoring, but I thought Napoli would be Napoli. Okay. It was a boring match, yeah. and some mistakes were made and capitalized. And in perhaps the best Monday night football game ever, the Patriots downed and stifled the Bills at 14-10 in an exciting, and as the score suggests, an explosive high scoring affair. What were your thoughts on that matchup, um, Mario? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't take any pieces here, so I, I couldn't take any pieces here, so <laughs> Mark Jones threw one. And then the worst part is like the worst part is Peyton Manning and Eli Manning doing the telecast. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday night Manning. Yes. Peyton Manning hates the Patriots for his rivalry and um, yes. the Colts and the man for the Broncos. And then Eli is the only person to take to uh, Super Bowls from Tom Brady. Yeah, don't remind me. Don't remind me. And they had to sit through a night of Bill Belichick's boring run game. Mark threw the ball three times, so that's all I could. That's all I could. I, I don't think the boring is the right adjective. I, I would I wouldn't say boring one run game. I would say the better adjective is winning run game. That's undisputed. Other key results from the last week, you know, over in the boxing where there was a Haney Diaz fight and Tank took on Isaac Cruz. Impressions, Mario. What are your impressions about those fights? Boxing is getting it right. I love both fights actually struggling to pick like which I wanted to give you which fight I like more. Mm-hmm. But like I love both fights and not just the competitiveness of, of it, but like the, the what I was really looking for this weekend was yes. to see if um boxers are improving technique wise. Because if you look in mixed martial arts right now, yes, everybody's getting technical moves. So. Okay. And I wanted to see the art of boxing while still putting on a modern like Exciting okay. fight. And I got it from both fights. What do you think about Tank? I I do want to see him like I don't know, like there's something about him that isn't that doesn't look like a complete product. Mm-hmm. Like there's still tightening up to do. Mm-hmm. But there are some fighters who get away with looking a bit slightly not necessarily completely orthodox, but mm-hmm. I've been impressed about. Okay. Okay. Um, there is a feeling that he's not so sound technically. Um, and we wait to see when he faces his bigger and better competition, you know? How does he stand up in the limelight? Of course, he is being promoted by no other than TMT, you know, the um, the money way weather train. So let us see um, how... He does as a protege of um, one of the, the, the greatest, you know, um, if I may say so. So 
that was an exciting though past seven days in in sports and all that wraps up our preview section we now move over to sorry that wraps up our review section we now move over to our previews okay previews looking at upcoming events for this for next seven days in sports and we start as usual with the epl where chelsea was helped well helped down to third place by a very inspiring performance from a west ham and the third goal there was sort of a, a mystery as to how that goal was scored i mean you know it was one of those unexpected ones um and even now it's debatable whether the goalkeeper is to be blamed you know it's or it was a deflection or whatever it is but um for all the things you can come up with city and liverpool are now in first and second place and the high riding chelsea looking so great and everything is now in third place coming into this weekend i'm not seeing i'm struggling to find very intriguing interesting matchups um there is chelsea leads i mean all the, the top three um sides in the premier league are gonna face some interesting matches but not quite teams at their level you know man city play wolves chelsea play leeds and liverpool aston villa and the top three sides are both playing at home so they really should win these games but i think that they if they slip they will slide because these teams are hungry and i find the more interesting one to be liverpool aston villa because if only because of steven gerrard returning to anfield as a manager and i'm sure quite likely get a very gracious reception but what do you see as the most intriguing matchup coming up in the epl Mario? I would say that same Liverpool and Ford, he said, yes. uh, the atmosphere, let's see the cup entries, Liverpool like a legend for 90 minutes or just for the beginning of the game. Yes. Um, other than that, like you said, it's a quiet weekend other than, you know, just a few matches. Again, these matches will be entertaining this weekend. Yes. Because um, Wolves are the opposite of Man City in playing style. Mm-hmm. See, see, with Chelsea and Leeds, these are all over track. Chelsea have a more balanced approach. Mm-hmm. But um, as you said, Liverpool, Aston Villa, uh, I guess people just want to see both what the atmosphere is. Yes. And it's another week when the EPL will have midweek games as well next week. So there'll be a full state of games in next week during the um the weekdays itself uh and from those state of games my favorite there is arsenal west ham what's your what are your thoughts mario arsenal has always been a team that i like to watch just for watching because you are an arsenal fan you are an arsenal fan don't you're not an arsenal fan no from uh, ever since I, I know you, you've been an Arsenal fan. No, I've always defended Arsenal. Way. Mm. That I will, I I will admit that I'm a huge like fan of Arsenal Wenger because the only reason why I would turn on an Arsenal is because yo, these guys used to be the Barcelona of 
the, of the English Premier League. They can't go around that. Yes. Now, my, I grew up in the generation of the Russian takeover of Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Yes. But guess who was the Barcelona-looking team of our league, even when they were finishing fourth? Atletico. Other teams of interest in the league, Atletico Madrid is fourth. And Barcelona is seventh. And Barcelona is becoming a sorrowful team now. Really seventh in La Liga, dropped out of Champions League, gone to Europa League. You know, it's really, really going south and going very quickly. The game of interest I see in La Liga this weekend is Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid. Your thoughts, Mario? First on the Barca thing, the last time Barca was in this position, we ended up winning that Europa League trophy and we ended up signing um, R9 Ronaldo. A Brazilian Ronaldo, just for sake. Okay. Right okay. today, isn't it? Okay. Um, so. But to the match, to mm-hmm. the match. Real Madrid versus Atletico. Um, Simeone is going to make it a smooth fest and I think that Atletico will get the one new victory. Uh, I don't think Real Madrid are the team they're portraying themselves to be for the past couple of years and right. I think a lot of La Liga teams just have had a bad run and Madrid took advantage, which again, if you're just like the Patriots, if you're a team that knows how to win, just get the win. Mm-hmm. Well, the Real Madrid fans are saying, Vinny in Vinny, Vinny Jr., we trust. Let's see if that will be a bust as well. Bundesliga, Bayern leads over Dortmund by three points after also defeating Dortmund over the weekend, uh, last weekend, actually. I couldn't find a game of interest, though, for this weekend. Did you see any, Mario? Um, not one of interest. Like, I can always give you my uh, the team that I like to watch the most. Mm-hmm. Um, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Okay. Really my favorite German team. Mm-hmm. But I hate watching them. You tell me you like watching them the most. Why do you may hate watching them? I hate watching them, but also there's a reason why I love them, but I hate watching them. Because mm. they're the arsenal of, of German football. Mm. They are one of the most beautiful teams to watch on at their best. They will beat any big team on their on their day, but they will lose to like a bottom of the team. For example, last week. We lost six minutes to Freiburg. Hmm. Okay. But we knocked out Bayern Munich five nil in, in the pocket. Wow. With a full-fledged Bayern team. Mm. Mm. That that's that's how painful it is to be a Gladbach fan. They'll they'll put on a great show, but sometimes you don't want to watch their matches because they'll get six nil from Freiburg. Well, they'll be taking they'll be taking on Leipzig in a that's the best match to watch in Sweden. Okay, okay, and they are about at the same place in the table, mid table. I mean, Leipzig is 11th, and Mönchengladbach is now 13th. So that should be a very competitive game. As we move over into the Syria, where I struggle to find another any game of interest as well, but we know that Milan is on 38 points, one point ahead of Inter. Napoli with the defeat at Atlanta slid down the, 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 the gully, really. Um, but it's still closely bunched in the in the Syria and the Italian league. Top four are still separated by four points. And Can I just give out two? yes, yes. Oh, right, but no, go I ahead. I wanted to say 
if I could just give you two matches that would be entertaining to watch if you're just watching the series or happen to watch in the series. Go ahead. Not to look forward to it, but it will still be entertaining. Go ahead. Katsia versus Sassuolo. Sassuolo always like turns into a top five team in the paper. Okay. But they're a forever mid team. Next one. Chaos Verona, same thing. They're a mid-table team that turns into a, a, a world-class team when they play world-class talent, but plays down to their competition when they get back to playing mid-table teams. So they'll at least put on an entertaining show against Atalanta. Okay, okay. Atalanta and Verona, okay. Over into League One, where PSG is leading by 11 points, ahead of Rennes and Marseille. Uh, second and third, respectively. Other teams of interest, you have in seventh place, Monaco, and Lyon is in 12th. PSG takes on Monaco on Sunday. Uh, any reason to watch that? Well, I guess other than Mbappe, uh, Messi, and Neymar. Yeah, Monaco. this Monaco team is strange because it has talent in it to put on an entertaining game, but they're not going to threaten for the time. But it is a match to watch. You want it. Okay. Yes, you are probably going to win four to Let's. But if you just want some other entertaining games quickly. Yes. Leon and Lil will be at least entertained. Okay. Next one. That's the other one. That's the only other one. No, Nice and Ren. Okay. They're not again. They may not look like the most world class of teams, but mm. these are teams that will put on an entertaining match. Thanks for that, man. They're not. They're not boring teams to watch. Thanks for that. Bouncing, bouncing over to the NBA. The Nets are on top, followed closely by the Bulls and marked by the Bucks as well. The Heat have slid in recent weeks. They have had, key, I think they have key injuries. Bam is injured and um, Butler is also struggling with injuries. The Nets, as yeah, as dramatic as they are and disappointing people are that um, Kyrie can't get his act together, they are atop the East. And that tells as well as like early days and also that the East not as strong as we would want it to be. Over into the West, as we mentioned earlier in the show, Suns and Warriors are atop there and they're followed by the Jazz. All of the expected contenders who were at the bottom of the table and struggling are now bunching up and they are now all in the top eight, including Lakers and Clippers. And most compelling watch this week, though, we have on Saturday, the Heat will host the Bulls. Uh, and then on Wednesday, the 15th of December, the Mavericks will welcome the Lakers. Which is the more entertaining watch? Heat and the Bulls, because we know what they are. Now, granted, mm -hmm. I really wish that at least with one of the two, um, mm -hmm. or Butler would play. Mm -hmm. um, but even still, even if, even if those two don't play, you still have Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. A lot of other Oladipo can take over because he was an all-star in Indiana. Um, and PJ Tucker is still PJ Tucker. Mm -hmm. um, I still see that mean because both are both teams, you know what you're getting from. Good defense and offense. Some young talents with some experience and like no matter what, it's going to be an entertaining That's game. A, I think the other yes. game is yes. entertaining by me. Okay. By yeah, reputation and name and okay, understand. Yeah. But that says a lot to say that Heat are without arguably the top two players and still will be expected to be competitive against Bulls does say a lot about the Heat. Into the NFL. We're in the NFC leaders, Arizona Cardinals. Welcome back, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins last week. One and are now 
10 and 2. Packers and Buccaneers are right there. Cowboys and Rams, you know, rebounded to winning form. Still pretenders, in my view. The Arizona Cardinals are undoubtedly the solid team there in the NFC. The Vikings had a shocking loss to the uh, Lions, uh, who just affording them their first victory this year. Not only season, but this year. Um, and the last time the Lions won what goes back to, I think, the early weeks of last season. In the AFC, the Patriots, as we mentioned, after stifling the Bills are uh, atop the AFC, a 9-4 and four record, closely followed by the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Titans. Chargers and Colts um, are the most dangerous wild cards now in the AFC. Rising teams. Chargers winning the battle of the young quarterbacks over the Bengals with uh, Herbert, Justin Herbert, outplaying Joe Burrows there. As I've mentioned week in, week out, that the two best, most competitive divisions in football, in NFL, are the AFC North and the AFC West. No team has a losing record. None of those teams... Of the eight teams in those divisions, none of them have a, has a losing record. But if we look forward to games of interest for this weekend, we go no further than the Cardinals-Rams. It's a divisional rivalry. They are top-performing teams in the NFC. Good game to watch, to look forward to. And if you want a second game, Buccaneers-Bills. Bills are smarting from an atrocious performance against the Patriots on Monday night and will be trying to heal their wounds going to Tampa. So TB12, Tom Brady, to see if they can eke out a win. Should be a very interesting matchup. Uh, which of these games are you more looking forward to? Are you looking forward to more, um, Mario? Uh, the Rams-Cardinals game. Um, but, like, that's a rough two weeks for the Bills. Uh, there's another game we didn't mention, but I think it will be entertaining. Maybe even for the wrong reasons. Um, the Cowboys versus Washington. I yeah. know it's not the best of. I, I don't know, but it, it's always an entertainment. Yeah. Well, That's strictly for entertainment. Well, it's a divisional divisional rivalry too, NFC East. So um, those games, whether it's any combination of, of of Cowboys, Washington Eagles. And um, and Giants um, will always make for an interesting game because they have a long history of divisional rivalry there. Looking it's at definitely the Cardinals yes. and the Rams. That is definitely the game to watch. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Clearly, um, I think still Kyler Moore is struggling to get his props. You know, if you think Lamar Jackson is really good, I think Kyler Moore is the real deal. I think he has better, more balanced play, more mature play. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson is very elusive, more elusive. But I think Kyle Murray is a more complete package. And he's a bit of awesome. Yes. And he can do many of the things that Lamar Jackson can do in terms of running game. Um, but I think he's, I think he has a better, he's been managed better and the franchise has given him a bit of structure to work with. So 
a lot of things to look forward to from the Cardinals. Over into the UFC, where Dustin Poirier will take on Oliveira. This and any other fight with interesting storylines, Mario. Over to you. Yeah, so this fight is a fight that will finalize who's the best um, in the 155 competition. Now that Khabib Nurmagomedov has left, and I guess McGregor is not what he used anymore. Mm -hmm. But this fight is exciting for one main reason. Poirier has improved a lot, but here's the problem with Charles Oliveira. He does everything perfectly. Mm. And that's not an understatement. Mm. Every like li literally, Joe Rogan says it every time he commentates on Charles. If you were supposed to teach a student how to fight, wow. like literally everywhere his hand is supposed to be at every moment, like everything is done literally perfect. So this is gonna be a humdinger then. This is gonna be a real, 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 real good matchup. Yes, because both fighters are now at their highest peak of technical ability. Wow. So at this point now, it's just who has the bigger heart. Wow. I mean, I, I am salivating. I mean, after that sort of introduction, I can't wait to see this fight, Mario. Wow. wow. The only thing I would give Poirier is that when you're fighting technical fighters, you can turn it into a broad. Yes. Yes. Poirier will brawl. Okay. Okay. So that may be, that may be his key. Um, to really take in this one. Okay, okay, excellent. One more fight, of yes. course, is the co-main event, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena. Yes. Amanda Nunes is, is now at the Mike Tyson stage, where you're just really watching to see if and how mm. quick she'll knock this person out, or oh, who knows, maybe mm. somebody knocks her. Hmm. Mm. But she's reached that Mike Tyson point now, where you're literally just watching her fights to see how fast it is. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. She's yeah. the go-to female fight. You can't borrow. She's in that zone now. Yeah, like that's the echelon that she's doing. She's just here by herself. Really? Yes, like she's Amanda she's Nunes. Fighting. Yes, okay. she's the go-to female fighting. She mm. knocked out Chris Cyborg in seconds. Was from your owner. The only other person who can match her technical ability-wise was the girl. Repeat that for me. The only other person you're saying. That can, can capture for skill, yes, yeah, in terms of skill, yes, is um Valentina Shevchenko. Wow, okay, but she's already beaten Valentina twice in this weight division. Okay, Valentina runs the weight division lower. Hmm. Very interesting. You have definitely given a great intro to both fights, and interest, at least for me, I am very, very teed up to go and see what's going on there in the, those two fights on the weekend but before we wrap up the preview of what's coming up last thing we want to look at and very very entertaining thing to look at is the formula one driver championship which culminates on sunday morning in abu dhabi so after leading for most of the season max verstappen has given up ground to Hamilton in the last month or so. Uh, he was 
clearly leading Hamilton now has really drawn him in and surprisingly they are tied it cannot be closer they are both on 369.5 points after max lost a lot of penalty points gave a lot of penalty points in the last um last uh, race last sunday interestingly verstappen has won nine races compared to hamilton's eight but so you could say that maybe marginally verstappen perhaps you know as the edge not really because hamilton is a defending champion and he has the momentum now going to the having having um won the last three races hamilton has the momentum so who takes the championship on sunday mario I'm going to be honest with you. This is the first year I've ever watched F1 guys. <laughs> like people have been telling me to watch it, um, to like get get familiar with it. But yes. It's my first time watching it, so I don't want to give up picks. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm really just here to. I'm here learning as yes. as, as I'm going now. So yes. I'm I'm just getting to know. Um, there was a another driver who uh, was uh, hospitalized. You mean um, last week? Long ago. Okay. No, man, no, not okay. in this okay. year at all. Okay. Okay. Another legendary driver that was. Oh, I don't remember if it was a heart, a heart problem. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. You, you're not talking about years ago when. Well, no, no, no that yeah, was a I think, crash. Yeah, I think we're talking about the same. Oh. Oh, you may be talking and about. Is kind of, and I think, and I think, sorry, the driver is known. Um, still, I think hospitalized or like. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's Michael Schumacher. That's Michael Schumacher. So Michael Schumacher oh. is the former great. He had the records. He was the best driver ever, the goat, until Lewis Hamilton came onto stage and breaking his records. But Michael Schumacher was was the greatest thing Formula One has ever seen and retired so but then had the most unfortunate of accidents skiing and is now essentially immobilized in a vegetative state for the last how many years uh the family has been hush hush about the whole thing but it's really regrettable having had such a great career and you know very storied illustrious and and now just a skiing accident and the man is a shadow the man is uh is, is in a vegetated state that's really 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 you know disappointing and um it's just just life you know just life it's one of those heart-wrenching things yeah so like as i said i'm just getting into the yes, sports yes. sport now so like i've been learning or people have been starting to tell me these things yes and so i'm just really trying to see i'm just really trying to get the learning experience from from this this year okay well let me tell you um as a supporter of champions and i'm used to all champions behave let me tell you that i am going to back hamilton on this one being the defending champion having the momentum you know i've not watched any of the races this season but i have followed the outcomes and i will give lewis hamilton the backing and say he will pull it out because he has the experience, he has the championship caliber to get it done. So let's see what happens on Sunday morning. Exciting one to look forward to. That's it for the preview. 
section of our show. And we now move over to Time Out with our special guest. Welcome to Time Out, and we have in the house the big man himself, Hilton Stulu Anderson. Wagwan Stulu. Hey, Wagwan Lance. Miami Heat coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Hero. Right beside me. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> What's up? What's up? I'm still hearing a little bit of a background noise, but you know, let's let's keep going. Um, yeah, w- welcome to the house, man. Welcome to the house. Yes. So I, I think most persons who know you, uh, know you by the name of Stulo. Um, outside of, I mean, at school and persons know you in a more formal setting. But other persons who know you know you by the name of Stulu rather than Hilton. Yeah. How did you get the name Stulu? Yeah, so that's an interesting question because yeah, I asked my mother that question probably about five years ago. Um probably longer, but Yes. I was just wondering like, you know, where they you know, everybody called me Stulu. Yes. How did this come along? Yes. So she told me that when I was a baby and she was just playing with me. The first thing that came out of her mouth was Stolo. Oh. <laughs> she was having fun. <laughs> okay. And stuff, giggling. And ever okay. since then, the name just stuck with me and everybody just called me Stolo. Okay. So it, 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 was, it was the first thing that came out of her mouth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that's as organic as you can get, you know? I'm telling you. And talk, talking about um, when you were young, uh, what would you say is your favorite childhood memory? Favorite childhood memory, I'd say, is uh, back in like elementary school, middle school. I used to go to a park. Yes. Not too far from home with yeah. my friends. We used to play basketball, football, um, any track, yes. anything. It's yes. just very competitive with, you know, just with my friends. Yes. Times, good memories. Yes. Um, Every time I go back to Miami, you know, I kind of go to that area, just kind of reminisce on, you know, wow. moments, those kinda, times. You know, wow, yeah, special. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I can imagine that. I can imagine that, you know. And, and I do have, I do have those kind of memories too. When I go to certain spots or hear certain songs, mm-hmm. or even smell certain fragrances, you know, it bring me back to a place, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I can definitely relate with that. Uh, mm-hmm. And as a child as well, and even as adults, we have superheroes or even fictional characters we admire or, you know, look up to, you know, uh, or are fond of, you know. Who, who would those be for you? Who are the superheroes or fictional characters who would be your favorite? Mm-hmm. So I have two. Yes. The first fictional was superhero was Batman. Batman, okay. Um, yeah. When I was a child, I always get my towel. Yes. Put it behind my, my back and yes. run in the house. Like, yeah. 
you know, the case behind me and everything. Yes, but yes. I, I don't know. I just like that. Yes. Man. I had a lot of toys. Yes. And, and the um, second one? Yes. I'd say is Naruto. Naruto Uzumaki. Oh, anime Naruto. Based. Okay, okay. Yeah, anime-based uh, character. Um, just my favorite show. Favorite show of all time. That's a, that's a Japanese cartoon? Yes. Right, right. Japanese anime. Mm-hmm. Okay, anime. Okay, okay. Well, Naruto. Yes, I, I am familiar with Naruto. I never watched it. I think um during that time they had Naruto and they also had um the the Airbender, the last Airbender. Mm-hmm, Avatar. Yes, Avatar. And I I, I watched some episodes, more, many episodes from the last Airbender because I liked the whole concept and everything. But I never got into Naruto. But definitely can relate to Batman. I mean, we used to tease though. Sometimes we used to say that Batman isn't re- a real superhero. He's just, he's just a rich guy. He's just a rich guy who gets a cape made for him, and that's it. You know, really. He's not like the other superheroes at all. So we, we make fun of people who say Batman is their superhero. <laughs> yeah, but um, there are some inter- interesting questions I want to pose to you. You are trapped on an island with one song to play. And one book to read while you're there. What would those be? What would be your one song and your one book? My one song would be Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Whoa. And, and, and uh, yes, and Survive on a Desert Island would be my book. How to Survive. Rep- repeat, that, repeat that name? <laughs> Survival one? How to Survive on a Desert Island. Oh, how to Survive on a Desert Island. Yes, because you know the music. Yes. 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 Oh, that, those are good choices, man. Those are good choices. Yes. Yes. Uh, what sporting event would you say you're most looking forward to in the next three months? Uh, college football championship. Okay. That's next month. Yeah, it's coming um, up in January. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Super Bowl. Okay. Here. Clearly. And and the All Star game. All Star. They should call it. They should call it the Superstar game because Steph Curry is a superstar. He's not an All Star. But not everybody is gonna be superstar. <laughs> if you, if they're gonna say a superstar game, you're not, you're not gonna have many players. You're not gonna have many players. You know. Yeah. 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 So maybe you have you have Steph Curry and LeBron playing against each other. That's it. No NBA superstar All Star game. <laughs> you have, yeah, you could have the superstars versus the All Stars. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? Oh, oh. Yeah, so you so you're thinking of you're thinking of KD, Steph, LeBron, um, maybe maybe um Giannis, and I don't know who else we put in there on one side and then play against the other mm-hmm. other stars. Oh, oh whatever, man. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, come on, man. Come on. They're already going to be done with the step, so they have three other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 it is true that when Steph's light is shining bright, the NBA does very well. You know, I mean, he, I guess he's also a younger generation and he's more relatable because um not as tall as the typical or most of the nba players 
his stature and everything, people can relate more to his size. And, you know, he has a great following because of that, it seems. You know? mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your top three going into this holiday season? Um, your top three movies of all time? Toy Story. Black Toy Man. Story, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lion King. Oh, okay. You, you do retain and keep a lot with you from your childhood, it seems, you know? Yes. Yes, Toy, yes. Okay. Toy Story was the first, I think. Yeah, Toy Story was the first. Either Toy Story or Godzilla was the first movie I've ever seen in theaters. Wow. Yeah, I Toy Story, yeah. Wow. Toy Story is actually the first, I think, the first animated film something about it's a first something i don't remember what it is i think it's ah there's something it's a, it, it is a historic film because of a particular reason i don't remember what accolade it has but it, it is it is a landmark um film for a specific reason um here i'm gonna do some quick fires now i'm gonna quickly fire about four shots at you and in typical Call of Duty style, I want to see how you manage these, okay? So, please complete these sentences for me. Money is... A tool to get you places in life. A tool to get you places in life. Interesting. Love is... A deep, a deep emotional connection. A deep emotional connection. Bitcoin is... Setting the future of uh, currencies, uh, crypt- cryptocurrencies, changing the whole game. Okay, um, so you're a big Bitcoin. You're a bit. You're a big believer in Bitcoin. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Electric vehicles are are going to save uh, the world. Wow. When I say yes, when I say that, save, save, save the world from emissions and pollution. That's okay. What I mean. Okay. Yeah. So you're a big believer. You're a big believer in electric vehicles too. Okay, okay, interesting. Because we ask these questions to get your attitude towards these things, you know? So, interesting, interesting responses. You know, with climate change yes. and things going on, yes. you know, we, need to, we need to be more mindful of that. Of course, um, of course. If we, want, if we want to save Earth. Yes, yes, definitely. As, as long as we can. Of course, definitely. <laughs> yes, yes. And the last question I want to ask you before you check out, is if you had all the money in the world and didn't need to work for the rest of your life, what would you spend most of your time doing? Traveling. I would travel everywhere. Mm. Every country, mm. every, everywhere. Mm. Mm. Travel, uh, probably pursue an MBA. Okay. Go back to school, get okay. an MBA, and hire a personal chef. <laughs> Imagine that. Hire a personal chef. Or you, you, you don't like cooking, or you love food, and you love you just want to have someone who's a specialist yeah. in the area. Yeah, I just love food. And, okay. You know, I'm open to just trying different uh, foods, different cultures. You know. Yeah, um, but, but you don't want to do it yourself. You want somebody who is expert and has a passion mm-hmm. for cooking to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Yep. <laughs> well, I, yes, still. It, it, yeah, you're saying something else. No, I'm saying absolutely. Like, okay, okay, okay. Well, still, it's it's been a pleasure, man. It's been a pleasure. Um, we have limited time, but you know, good hanging out with you. Uh, yeah, you know, you're always welcome to this space, to our house. 
uh, enough love, guidance, and protection, you know? And mm-hmm. definitely we'll catch you later, brother. Yes, thank you. And thank you for having me. I had a good time. Okay, good stuff. Um, so yes. coming up next, we move over to Fast Break. Welcome to Fast Break, where we do quick takes on hot topics and burning issues from the world of sports. And there's one issue that we have this week to look at. And we're going to look at the choice for coach for the rest of the season for Man U. They have chosen Rangnick as the man to take over the plan. You know, it seems like a cross between Louis van Gaal and um, um, Ericsson, who used to coach the English team. You know, seemed they are really putting another stock on him. You know, he has been around. Um, is Ralph Ragnick actually the name? And he has been, thr- I mean, really thrusted with the keys to the door for the for, for Man U um, to see if he can bring about the change. Um, he is German. Just a little bit about him, his background. Um, and relatively, he, he was a player, uneventful as much of the, most of these um, coaches are, you know, tend to have uneventful um, playing careers. Um, and now is rising fast his stocks stock is rising very fast in the managerial um, end of his career um, but he played defensive midfielder um, and now in terms of managing teams he has been around he's managed a few teams especially in um, in Germany where he has been with Stuttgart Hanover Schalke Hoffenheim RB Leipzig uh, in fact, I think his last coaching stint was with RB Leipzig, which ended in 2019. So clearly, he has not been winning championship and special one and all those type of things. But he is revered to be and reputed to be a man with a plan. And Manchester United has given him the reins. What do you think about this, Mario? What do you expect for the rest of the season? Uh, I always put what I like to call a new manager or new player syndrome mm-hmm. um, on a team. So I do think Man United will look like an even better team. But we saw it under every new manager. When Van Gaal came yes. in fresh, it was, it was a brand new manager. When, Mori- when Mourinho did the same thing, like it was a brand new manager. Even when Ole, Ole. Even when things got, mm-hmm. yeah, like. It was a brand new man new at the start. Michael Carrick. Exactly. Brand new Manchester United. So, um, so maybe they should maybe, maybe they should appoint a new manager every month. Uh, they can try they can try that, but um Chelsea has the most proven method of, of that working, but they have the only method of that working. 
So I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't necessarily say the odds are in your favor. Mm-hmm. But I want to say one thing that about Rackling that unfortunately may not so the Man United fans might not be the best thing you heard in a long time. Yes. Ragnick along with I put him in the same category as Marcel Yes. Yes. They're two of the greatest um football philosophers of all time. Mm. You put them up here with the Yuan Prize. Okay. But their prodigies have outperformed. Marcelo's Bielsa's prodigies were Pep Guardiola, who's far outperformed him. Maurizio Pochettino, PSG coach right now. He hasn't, well, even he has somewhat outperformed because he's been at better clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bielsa just carried leads back up into promotion. And just to show you the, the, the same thing with Ragnik, yes. Ragnik was the one who got RB Leipzig promoted back to the Bundesliga yeah. and then shot them up to mid tier. Then he was let go. Okay. But much like Bielsa and Ragnik's, Ragnik's, just to tell you who Ragnik's um, proteges are Jurgen Klopp and Thomas Tuchel. Mm, wow. <laughs> Those are his prodigies, yes. Wow. Their prodigies have outperformed them by far. Mm. Guardiola has outperformed Bielsa by far. Pochettino hasn't completely outperformed Bielsa, but he's gotten better opportunities. Okay. Clubs trust him more. So they're the greatest football philosophers. They are your coach's favorite coach. If you ask them who their favorite coach, if you ask your favorite coach who their favorite coach is, they'll tell you the Bielsa's the Ragnicks of the world. But I'm afraid that they're just the greatest football philosophers. Doesn't necessarily translate to championships. Exactly. Well, that is welcome news for Liverpool fans. Disappointing news for Man U fans. Sorry, but that's all life is, you know. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> so that's it for fast break. As fast as we break it, we leave. Um, on a very good note there you know, that Ragnick may not be the savior which people are making him out to be uh, I, at some point I have to stop this biasness um, we, hope them all the, we hope for them all the best let's move over to Super Mario Adventures Yay! Welcome to Super Mario Adventures, where Mario comments on a sporting event or topic not in mainstream news, but very interesting nonetheless. What do you have for us this week, Mario? Well, Lance, I want to give a huge shout out to Pat McAfee of the Pat McAfee Show. He was a former NFL punter for the Indianapolis Colts during the day in the Super Bowl era. Okay. Um, with Adam Bennett and with Adam Benetary. Yes. And of course, you know, he's, if you've heard his name recently, it's because of the fact that he interviews Aaron Rodgers on his internet show every Tuesday. Oh! So if you've heard oh, the name, yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's the guy I'm talking about. Okay. And so he was, the, he was the one Aaron Rodgers was telling about it too. I know, I yeah, yeah, because okay. again, a lot of guys in the, a lot of guys in the NFL won't see him as media. They see him as the guy from the dressing room who yes. retired and became an internet star. Okay, okay. Mm. So, what's going on with him? What do you want to tell us about him? Um, Pat McAfee, ever since retiring from the NFL, yes. Um, as I said, he started his own internet-based show, mm-hmm. completely independent. And 
um, he's a huge inspiration for people like me who live sports independently, who want to break out into sports media on the internet. Yes. Uh, today, the Pat McAfee show, uh, I don't think it's today they signed the deal, but it was announced today that um, they signed a major exclusive deal with FanDuel Sportsbook. So now FanDuel will be their official sportsbook, which it always was, but this deal is bigger than first. That must this be yes. That must be real exciting news, as you said, for up-and-coming sports media um, franchises, which are using the internet as their springboard. Yes. So FanDuel has um, signed a deal with fucking fourteen point five million. Yes. And for internet shows, that is huge. Wow. Yes. Yes. Because guys like Dan Levertard used to work for ESPN okay. um, before branching off on their own. So they already had that media setup. Yes. But guys like Pat, who just retired from the NFL, became a normal person and just decided to like start his own internet show. Yes. He's leading the way for us or, you know, making it available to us that guys who are small like us in Jamaica yes. can even start signing deals with um sports book around the world big brands okay yeah so that's huge for us and then um during the presentation um he showed you know the people who helped him get there along the way wow donated back to his high school sports programs yes yes. and uh, like um like i said check it out it's online right on the package show and you'll see he recently um interviewed hussein both as well Mm, yeah a lot of athletes see him as the guy in the dressing room Guy, the guy in the locker room, yes, who you like to have fun. So, you find this, um, I can see you find this as aspirational and inspirational at the same time. You know, it's blazing a trail for smaller players who have good quality, um, like you do and rep- and, and you represent for Live Sports Media. Remember, Mario is from the Live Sports Media uh group, and you can check them out on the Live Sports Media podcast which you can find on anywhere you get your podcast from you can tune into them for more deep dive and in-depth discussions on sporting topics of the day as well as uh, other interesting items in the world of sports so there you go yes um, a lot of people always ask me this because um, they don't always find the um, find live sports. Yes. Um, it's L I V S P O R T S. Okay, so there's no E in at the end of the live. It's L I V S P O R T S. Okay. And it's not a better chance of finding it. Uh, live Sports Media Group. Yeah, so there we have it for Super Mario Adventures. Another very interesting take on something which is just below the surface of mainstream sporting news. We move over now to Overtime. Welcome to Overtime, Overdrive, where we look at predictions on key sporting events for the next seven days. We start with Formula One, where we mentioned earlier that the finale is on Sunday morning and it will be Lewis Hamilton versus Max Verstappen at the Abu Dhabi uh, 
race meet. Mario says he's pretty new to the space, so I'm going to give the prediction here. I think Hamilton will take it. La Liga also on Sunday. Real Madrid will host Atletico Madrid. I think Mario said here that he was giving Atletico a one love victory. Yeah, they like to make these matches a smooth test and draw a one love victory in the least expected. Okay. Uh, then over into the NFL where the Cardinals, the top the league-leading Cardinals will take on and host the Los Angeles Rams on Monday Night Football. And Mario is giving this the, the edge to Cardinals. By what score, Mario? Let's go for a shootout. Matt Stafford versus Kyle. Let's go guns blazing. I'm looking at 38-35. Okay. Then, an interesting match midweek. English Premier League on Wednesday afternoon, where Arsenal will host West Ham. Your thoughts, Mario? 3-2 West Ham. 3-2 West Ham. Yeah, um, but I do think it'll be entertaining. Okay. That 3-2 sounds entertaining. Uh, will Antonio score? You see, no, we'll get into, <laughs> no, we'll get into, uh, All right, you can't tell. Uh, yes, yes. You cannot tell me directly, so let's move on. No, no, I'll, yeah. I'll give him. I'll give him um, anytime score. Michael Antonio, a betting man. Okay, okay, and then to close out the NBA on Wednesday evening, Mavericks will host the Lakers in a game of teams that you don't really know who they are right now, trying to find themselves. Um, but you have to pick a winner. I don't trust Pristaps and Luca um, on the night the basis. And the Lakers' big three, unless Anthony Davis decides to step up, they are going to lose. So, I, I, one team has more superstars, so I guess the Lakers. All right. So you give it to Lakers. Which game are you entering into the competition this week? Uh, it's between it's between which teams? Between which games? Um. So we have all right. So we have all of them. We have we have the Formula One. We have Real Madrid, Atletico, Cardinals, Rams, Arsenal, West Ham, Mavericks, Lakers. Oh, give me the give me the Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals. Morocco is terrible. So I'm not, I was going to swing on the I was going to swing on the Charles Oliveira. I just did for you, but I was like, nah. Let's. Yeah. I saw you put out that graphic in the group. <laughs> which graphic is that? <laughs> The graphic with like um, how much our prediction, like yes. how many predictions you've gotten right so yes. far this week. Yes, yes. I think I'm at five now, so let's just let's just, <laughs> let's get that up to six. Um, let's just trust in the card, man. Oh, okay, all right, Cardinals. Okay, excellent. So yes, so that concludes our predictions or look at the games coming up and what we think the outcome will be. There you have it. This. Brings us to the end of another edition of the One Love Sports Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, keep safe and always remember, it's one love every time.